probably know him as George Costanza from Seinfeld, but you might not know that Jason Alexander built his career not on the small screen, but on Broadway. That's right. He's a Tony Award winning song and dance man, and he's going to be here in Detroit for a weekend of performances with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra at Orchestra Hall this Saturday and Sunday. Detroit Today producer Jake Neer caught up with Alexander ahead of his trip here to Michigan. Here's their conversation. Well, I know the average Joe does not think of me as a profound singer. In fact, if they've only seen me sing on Seinfeld, they probably look at this advertisement and go, what the hell is this going to be? But I was a Broadway song and dance man long before the Seinfeld show. So this is a symphony show that I've been doing with symphony orchestras around the country for a couple of years. The little sort of underlying theme of it is uh, autobiographical about why I fell in love with Broadway theater music and my eventual relationship to it. But it is a kind of irreverent, funny, oftentimes touching, sometimes surprising evening, especially if you're used to, you know, you, your, your typical singer with a pop orchestra is just up there, and I'm sure they're charming, and they, and they sing their signature hits. I have no sing, uh, signature hits, so I must be far more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for everyone, but, but especially the theater nerds out there, what was it that hooked you on theater? What was that thing that, that really made you decide, this is what I wanted to pursue? Yeah, you know, I kind of tell a little bit of, this, of, of some of the answers to that in the show, but I can tell you that the, the, the show that really kind of changed my participation from an audience member to going, I want to be part of that, was Pippin. Hmm. Uh, Pippin was a show in 1972. I was 12 years old, and it was talking about a young guy who thinks he's extraordinary and is trying to find where he fits in. And I'm sure I was thinking the same thing, <laughs> you know, as most 12 years old do. And I go, oh, I, I'm extraordinary. Where do I fit in? Um, and I was kind of captivated by the themes and the magic and the score of that show. And that kind of uh, made me start listening to Broadway music very differently. And it made me start wanting to be part of it. So, as you mentioned, when people think of you, they probably, the theater isn't the first thing that they think of. They probably think of George Costanza. But uh, throughout that career, throughout the, the the time on the small screen, the big screen, and so forth. Have you stayed active in, in theater since then? I did uh, in a variety of ways. When, when Seinfeld ended, I originally thought I would move back to New York and go back to the theater. I spent all of the 1980s, or basically my 20s, uh, working primarily in the theater in New York, doing uh, I did six or seven Broadway shows and a whole bunch of off-Broadway shows, and uh, and that was my fantasy of what a career as an actor would be. And then all this other stuff happened, so I thought I would go back. And the thing that prevented me from really making that commitment was that my children, my sons, were at the time were about eight and four years old, and I can tell you that a theater performer's schedule is antithetical to being an on-site parent. Mm. And I, my wife and I made the choice that I would be a dad uh, for as long as, as my sons wanted me around. Um, but I kept my hand in it out here. I ran a theater company for five years out here. I did a bunch of theater out here. I did uh, the producers out here with Martin Short for the better part of a year. And, and so I've always, I've never left the theater and I've certainly never left live performance but I, I am now getting back to the theater in a whole different way as my life becomes more about directing 
than it does even performing. But the theater is the reason I started this thing, and that's probably where I'm going to end it. You know, uh, when we, we talk to a lot of opera singers on the show, actually, I did not don't ask me why. It's just something that we do a lot. Uh, sure. And one question we always ask is, uh, what is the one piece that you just love to sing? What is the song? And I don't know how much Verdi or Puccini you'll be singing, but I mean, <laughs> what uh, what exactly, you know, for, for I you, am, what fact, is it? I am, the fourth tenor. I don't know if you know Oh, that. I did not I know that. Um, <laughs> You know, there isn't one singular song that I love. There are, um, you know, like anyone who works in musical theater, if you give me the opportunity to sing something that Mr. Sondheim wrote, I'm pretty thrilled. Uh, And there's a whole bunch of people that fall into that category. I am a huge fan of Stephen Schwartz. I am a huge fan of Pasek and Paul. I am uh, a huge fan of Jason Robert Brown, uh, of William Finn, of Janine Tesori. Uh, there's just a, a couple of, of people who tend to write things that speak to my heart uh, pretty profoundly. And some of those people are, are well represented in the symphony show. Mm-hmm. Theater is not the only thing that people might not expect to see on your resume. I was reading the uh, release when this was announced. This last paragraph here is just this list of of amazingly diverse things that you do. Uh, It says you're an award-winning magician, a children's book author, a a poker champion, a political and social activist, martial artist, a a ceramicist, and a teacher. The first thing, and please forgive me when I say this, but the first thing I thought was, is that all made up, or is that true? No, it's uh, it, it's I I have a very short attention span apparently, <laughs> so I just keep jumping to these different things. Um, you know, the kind of wonderful byproduct of being a performer is there's a lot of downtime. Uh, very few of us are constantly employed, so you have to fill that time with things that you think are interesting, or skills that you want to master, or. Uh, or, or things of value to get involved with. And I, I think what that indicates more than anything else is I've had my fair share of downtime. <laughs> <laughs> will we see any magic tricks or uh, some... Uh, uh, you, will, you will see a little taste, a oh, tiny cool. little taste of something. I, it's, it's pathetic, but it's <laughs> <laughs> I find stopping the orchestra to do a magic show is, is generally frowned on. So I, I work in a quick <laughs> little something. You'll see it. Well, uh, Jason Alexander, thank you so much for joining us on Detroit Today. A pleasure, sir. Jason Alexander performs in Detroit with the DSO this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at Orchestra Hall. You can find more info about the performances and tickets at dso.org. Up next, we're going to sit down with Flint Poet Laureate Samaj Brown ahead of her talk at the Tuxedo Project's Write-A-Thon this weekend. Stay with us on Detroit Today.